Happy Monday to everybody out there. Hopefully you guys had a fantastic weekend. Hopefully your week eight was a positive week. And if not, you have a shot of pulling down the victory in the Monday night game with players in the New England Patriots against the Buffalo Bills as the two will close out our week eight. And as we look forward to the halfway point and another week, that's right. If you didn't get the win in week eight, no need to fret. We got another week coming up. Let's get at it at week nine. But for right now, let's take a look at what we're going to talk about today on the podcast from week eight in the NFL season. We'll do a little bit of injury talk, players that left the game, players that didn't suit up in the game. We'll give you a couple waiver wire options to look at in your season-long leagues. We'll take a look at some things that we learned on Sunday from Week 8, and we will take a look at the primetime slate on Monday night. And like I said, as, as the New England Patriots take on the Buffalo Bills, on paper, it looks like a blowout for the Patriots, but in DFS, all you need is one player to hit that is contrarian to get that top Payday over on DraftKings and FanDuel. Both sites are offering mega money, as always this season, for those single-game slates. DraftKings has theirs as a $10 entry fee, $250,000 up top. FanDuel, $9 entry fee, $200,000 up top. That is life-changing money. I know I can use it. I'm guessing you can probably feel the same way. If I can't win it, hopefully one of you guys can take down either the DraftKings or FanDuel top prize in the Monday night football game. Let's go on ahead and jump right into the podcast. We are going to look at injuries that occurred in week eight. Players that didn't suit up and were inactive for this past weekend. We saw Cootie out with a hamstring injury, Kenny Stills with a growing injury, Darren Sproles hamstring, Leonard Fournette continues to miss with a hamstring injury, Quincy Anunua with an ankle injury, Allen Robinson with a growing injury, Giovanni Bernard with a knee injury, John Ross with the growing, Royce Freeman with a high ankle sprain, Jamison Crowder an ankle injury, Rashard Higgins with a knee, James Washington was a coach's decision, Ryan Grant with the ankle, Pierre Garcon knee, Cooper Cup as well with the knee, and Dalvin Cook with the hamstring. Bunch of injuries continue to plague this league as it seems like a, a, a continuing to be a frustrating thing for many fantasy owners. I know myself, I have both my starting lineup running backs, Fournette and Cook, have not been playing. And if you add that in with Jimmy Garoppolo, it's not been a great season for the years truly in one of my major leagues. Hopefully I can get both Cook and Fournette back soon. But with hamstring injuries, who knows what's going to happen with those panning out. As for the Monday night game, we already know that Sonny Michelle is not going to be playing. He's been ruled out tonight. But LaShawn McCoy has been cleared by the league's concussion protocol and expected to be on the field for the Buffalo Bills as long as he has not been traded, as he has been in the rumors of many trades. But it sounds like the Buffalo Bills are not trading from what I hear early this morning on a Monday morning. Players that left week eight isn't as long of a list as we normally see. We saw Tyreek Hill suffer a growing injury, but he didn't miss time in the game. Looks like he avoided any major injury and should be fine moving forward. In the same game, we saw Emmanuel Sanders suffer a big hit in the second half that appeared to be a shoulder injury. We'll have to take a look at his injury moving forward, especially with the Broncos on the bye next week. you got to wonder if week nine will be a, a, a week that they may take him, have him sit down week nine to have 
essentially two weeks to heal as week nine they play Houston and like I said they have the bye week in week 10 so that'll give him two weeks to heal you got to wonder if that injury will maybe allow him to sit out two weeks instead of just the bye week Ronald Jones as well we saw him leave it's been a rough season for the rookie running back for the Tampa Tampa Bay Buccaneers if it's not injury it's him not knowing the plays and now we see a injury that a hamstring injury that has happened to him. And as we've seen in the past with some of the other players, the Fournettes and the Cooks, those hamstring injuries can linger. And you got to wonder if his rookie season will continue to be a rough one for the Tampa Bay rookie back. Every week we put out an article called Monday Morning Water Cooler. It's a Prima article, $5 a week, $29.99 for the entire year. That gives you all the articles that we offer on the site for both DFS and season long. The Monday morning water cooler gives you injuries that occurred, waiver wire options to look at, players a year that are droppable, and the famous streaming defenses and quarterbacks, a few players I'm looking at for each of those. So I'll give you a couple free waiver wire pickups to see if it's something you might look into, possibly want to look into down the road to be part of the Monday morning water cooler talk. With the Denver Broncos um, possibly looking to trade Demarius Thomas and the deadline being this week for that trade deadline, sounds like he is a 50-50 shot at getting traded. I think if you have the spot, Cortland Sutton is a fantastic stash. Second half of the season, he may lead your team to a fantasy Super Bowl as he might become the number one option there in Denver. And we know that he has jump ball ability and was I was very high on him coming into the league. Coming into the draft, and it sounds like Demarius Thomas is a 50-50 chance of getting traded. If your waiver wires are early on Tuesday, it might be worth the stash just in case DT gets traded this week. That would instantly move Sutton up the rankings on the Denver Broncos and in fantasy football, period. We also saw Aaron Jones have that breakout game for the Green Bay Packers. I think he's a fantastic pickup if he's not already taken in your league. I picked him up a few weeks ago as I thought he might become the number one back there in Green Bay. He just has too much skill and athletic ability there to not be on the field more. And I think between the two, Aaron Hill is Aaron Jones, I'm sorry, is a much better play than Jamal Williams for that offense. I think Jones officially had his breakout party yesterday, and we're gonna see him have more and more influence on that offense. And we know that Aaron Rodgers can use the help in the backfield to take a little bit of that pressure off of his right arm and what he does in the pocket. A few players that you can look at dropping if you're looking at picking up a few players this week. I have no issues dropping Pierre Garcon, like I said, Jamal Williams, Nelson Aguilar, Derrick Henry, some of the players that I have no issue with dropping if you need the roster space. And again, players that I mentioned in droppable players are not players I'm guaranteeing that you need to drop, just players that you can feel comfortable if you need the space to drop those players. As I mentioned earlier in the season, before the drafts, I'm a streaming defense and a usually a, uh, I don't take this star-studded quarterback, so I'm a st- semi-streaming quarterback. If you are looking to stream your quarterback this week, look at C.J. Beathard against the Oakland Raiders and Alex Smith against the Atlanta Falcons. Both defenses are able to be used against the pass, and I think both players are nice options in your season-long leagues to possibly pick up as a streaming quarterback. If you look at streaming defenses, look at the Dolphins against the Jets and the Cowboys against the Titans. Both have nice matchups on paper. Both should have a pretty decent day next Sunday and the Cowboys next Monday for your season-long leagues. 
Next, let's look at a few things that we learned on Sunday. A few things that I took into um, that I noticed is I've been talking about the Kansas City Chiefs being the Coors Field of the NFL. How about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers putting up big numbers on offense but also allowing a lot of big numbers on defense? Maybe the Buccaneers aren't getting as much play of the Chiefs just because of who the Chiefs have on offense, but don't count out the Buccaneers as big-time players to play your players against and players in that game. We saw Fitz Magic come in, take over the leadership from Jameis Winston as he threw four picks, and Fitzpatrick, as I like to call him, Fitz Magic comes in and brings the team back and has a shot of winning the game, making big days out of Mike Evans. On the other side of the ball, we saw big games out of Joe Mixon and Tyler Boyd. That means moving forward, I think we can safely say the Buccaneers are good on offense and a great team to target on defense. We also, another thing that I noticed is Russell Wilson may be back as we saw the Seattle Seahawks come back off of their bye week and it looked like Russell Wilson is back to throwing his way, having his way on the football field. I'd still like to see him have a little more play in the, in the on the ground game, using his legs a little more. That's what that's what we like about Russell Wilson is he not only can beat you throwing the ball, but in the past he can also beat you running the ball. We have not seen that running ability come into play this season yet. Hopefully that happens moving forward. And the Seahawks do have a semi-favorable matchups moving forward in the second half. I think if you own Russell Wilson, you're going to like your upcoming schedule. Over the next three weeks, we see the Seahawks playing the Chargers at the Rams and against the Packers. Rams may look tough on paper, but we've seen the defenses, that defense there give up big points, big points to teams without a keep to leave there. I think it continues, and I think the Seahawks are a team that might be able to give you some offensive power there if you own some of their players, the Doug Baldwins, the Tyler Lockett's, the Russell Wilsons, if you have one of those players, I think you might be sitting pretty in the second half. And their playoff schedule, if you have your Super Bowl in Week 16, like many should, their playoff schedule is at home against the Vikings, at the 49ers, and at home against the Chiefs. That's a pretty nice schedule for the playoffs. I think Russell Wilson can smash moving forward, and maybe we start to see the older version of Russell Wilson come into play, and if he can get those legs going as well, I like his chances of being a player to lead many teams to the playoffs and possibly to the fantasy Super Bowl in Week 16. And as we talked about, the DraftKings and FanDuel, they have their mega one-game specials. The Monday night game has the New England Patriots against the Buffalo Bills. May look like a tough game to watch to the eyes on paper as the New England Patriots should dominate this game. But if you play DFS, you have a shot of winning some life-changing money. So what are some options that I'm looking at over on DraftKings and over on FanDuel? I'm likely going to put a couple teams in each site. I'm looking at over on DraftKings, as we know, the captain spot, uh, they penalize you for that extra points. Yes, you get one and a half times the points, but you also pay one and a half times the salary. So that's the difference between them and FanDuel. On DraftKings, I like to look to spend down at my captain spot. That way I can get more of the players. But I think my strategy this week is I might be looking at Rob Gronkowski in the captain spot. With that Q next to his name, he may go overlooked by many players. And above him, I think in the captains, a lot of people are going to be using the James Whites, the Tom Brady's, the Julian Edelman's. I think a lot of players, even the New England Patriots defense,
defense might be used at that captain spot. I might look at Gronkowski, who may, crazy as it sounds, may be the fifth or sixth option there in New England to put in that captain spot. And if I know that people are going to avoid Gronkowski because of that questionable label, I'm going to take the chance because we know he has blow-up potential to go off on a game like this. And we know he likes to play the Buffalo Bills in the past. If he's going to go under-owned as the captain spot, I'm going to look at him there. Another name that I'm looking at possibly using in the captain spot is for those big GPP tournaments. Uh, name that I'm looking at is Kenyon Barner. With the injury to Sonny Michelle and him being out of the lineup, that leaves the Patriots with Barner and James White. We know White is going to be a very popular pick. If you're playing cash games, he's likely the, the captain spot on cash games. But in GPPs, I like using Barner. We know the Patriots want to come out of this game healthy, and they may want to limit what they give to James White because they're going to need him for the playoffs. And once Sonny Michelle comes back, Barner's not going to get much action. So why not run him into the ground for the time being as, as uh, Michelle is out of the lineup and kind of saving a player like White in this type of game, a game that the New England Patriots should dominate. Well, obviously, White get his get his in this game, but maybe they give the second half carries to Barner and kind of give White a breather in the second half as the Patriots possibly are, are up two or three scores by that time, maybe even more. And then another another name that I'm looking at possibly using on DraftKings is <clears throat> fading Josh Gordon. Sounds like it might be pretty windy in Buffalo. The deep passing game might not be an option. So I might be looking at more of the underneath route players in, in, the, in this game instead of the deep threats. And I think Gordon is more of the deep threat for the Patriots than anything else. Over on FanDuel, I think I may be doing something crazy. And being that they don't, um, they don't uh, discipline you with that MVP slot, so the salaries are the salaries. doesn't matter who it is. You want to put your best player there at the MVP slot. I'm looking at pro- probably putting James White there, maybe taking a gamble and putting Barner there and hope that he has that big breakout game. But one of the things that I'm looking at doing is possibly fading Tom Brady and using one of the flex spots is hope you're sitting down for this. Listen to me all the way through on when I talk about it, but maybe putting in Nathan Peterman, Mr. Interception there in, the, in, the, in the, one of your flex spots. Yes, he's a backup quarterback, but we are talking about the Buffalo Bills who could get down big and who have a very old quarterback, Derek Anderson, under center. This is a game that we may see the Patriots knock out starter Derek Anderson or with, whether that be injury or bad play. I think the Patriots have a shot of knocking out that quarterback, which brings in Nathan Peterman. If we can get a couple garbage touchdowns late in the game from Peterman, a backup quarterback in your spot that likely nobody's going to have, that's the way that you win these kind of things. You want to have players that no one's going to have. And you can have the very chalky James White, the Rob Gronkowski's, the Julian Edelman's, maybe even the Tom Brady's with Peterman. You can have the very chalky areas there. But then having someone like Peterman in your lineup makes your team much different than anybody else's. And that's how you take down the first place prize and not spit, splitting it with many, many people. That's the couple ways that I'm looking at attacking both DraftKings and FanDuel. Hopefully, like I said, if I can't take it down, hopefully one of you guys can take it down. Or maybe, just maybe, we split the top prize and 20, 30, 40 of us take down the top prize if we can have the same teams. And we each take home a nice chunk of change. 
that'll do it on the podcast today. Hopefully I helped you out with your thoughts on the Monday night game. Like I said, hopefully you had the victory from week eight. And if you have not secured that victory, hopefully you have a shot with that with a few players tonight as the Patriots and the Buffalo Bills close out week eight and we get ready to start our research for week nine. The halfway point is here. The season continues to move along. Hopefully you have a great weekend week. Hopefully you have a great week. And hopefully you have a safe and happy Halloween as the kids go out trick-or-treating. And as always, if you have not followed us over on Twitter, please give us a follow at FansportsGenius. Over on Instagram, we are FantasyFootball underscore Genius underscore. And as always, for your DFS and season-long needs, give us a look over on www.FantasyFootballGenius.com. And we will see you later this week when we take a look at the Week 9 matchups and how to attack this next upcoming week as the season continues to go along. Have a great day, have a great week, and we'll see you next time. Hey, welcome to the Fantasy Football Genius Podcast, where winning isn't everything, it's the only thing. Stay tuned if you want to crush your fantasy football league.